The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing good. It's been a bit too long. Our, our last show we had recorded less than 24 hours prior, so we were kind of sick of each other. But now it's been, what, almost two weeks, week, week and a half. So yeah, I'm doing good here. I'm excited to uh, hang out with you guys. Well, I'm a bit sad today because uh, another blow was dealt to the to college football in the demise of the Pac-12 with uh, the useless poaching Big Ten coming in, grabbing Oregon and Washington, and then Arizona, Arizona State going to the Big 12. So the Pac-12 was basically dead and buried. Uh, who knows what's going to go on there, but, man, it, it sucks. Like Between the college football playoff expansion and uh, this conference realignment nonsense, it's just uh, – it's kind of like the NHL, except uh, much worse with the, the, the TV money absolutely dominating and destroying anything resembling tradition. Like, what the fuck? Like, uh, it's like the, the regional rivalries are going to be dead in no time at all. Like, it's you could be playing. It's just, it's just turning into the new NFL. NFL on Saturday. It's disappointing. But what are you going to do? It was always coming. You know, death is inevitable and all that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> football is still going to be great. I'm still going to watch and all that shit. But it's just not gonna hit the same as it used to but other than that got my head buried in the books uh studying hard for for some uh hockey previews which uh hopefully we get going in the next couple of weeks um yeah just working on overdrive here with the point totals coming out placed a lot of bets and i uh, can't wait to talk about them in the in the coming weeks I'm, uh, is it is it funny how like you just be having a great you know great couple days and stuff and then just you know two minutes into a conversation with Jolie you're just thinking about you know, how the existential dread and of death is gonna one day inevitably creep up on you you know we need that you know the world the world needs that just to kind of keep you humble a little bit you know no you can't we can't always be doing too good I like that uh for myself I'm doing pretty good uh yeah this, honestly I haven't really had much going on you know it's just been just been taking it easy a little bit lately fucking went and saw that Oppenheimer movie that was kind of cool it was pretty fucking drunk did some other oh, stuff speaking I- of existential dread I heard of that oh. uh, that's a decent piece uh Christopher Nolan yeah. right yeah yeah yeah, yeah it was, I can't it wait was to watch that one it was cool man yeah I'm not obviously going to spoil it for you or anything but you know it was it was a little bit different. Well, I know what than, happens at the end. I, I, yeah, I, I think I <laughs> as you should. But honestly, it's not what you're expecting. Like I'll tell you, it's more so about Oppenheimer as a person. I'm not going to spoil it or anything for you. It's interesting how it was put together. I'll put it that way. Uh, but it was cool shit. Other than that, man, just been kind of chilling. Uh, boys, I'm going to be honest with you. Right now, at this very moment, I'm a little bit stressed out right over here. Okay, I'm. I'm looking and I'm tracking a little bit. I got something on my TV right now that's kind of catching me a little bit off guard, okay? And when when you when you live in a city and your city is six and zero oh in a sport and you're you're top you're top of the world, I took like, the nine. I took the nine. You're, <laughs> you're you're like okay, what are we doing here? Everything's everything's coming up Toronto. Toronto's been killing it. Just the Toronto Argonauts in the CFL six and zero. Oh, they're absolutely fucking on fire. I'm watching this game right now. First quarter just ended. 
it's 7-7. Seven, seven. Argos are playing fucking, we're playing fucking Calgary Stampeders, and it's 7-7 seven, seven right now. This isn't good. But then I stop and I think to myself, Calgary fucking sucks. Everything about Calgary is shit. The Flames fucking suck. The Stampeders are shit. Uh, the, the Calgary Stampede itself is actually pretty cool, but the Saddle Dome blows. What up? Bret Hart was shit in WCW or WCW. Owen Hart, Owen Hart broke Steve or Stone Cold Steve Austin's neck. Everything to come from Calgary kind of stinks. So you know what? I'm not worried about it. I think, no, that I know that the Argos are going to come back and win this game, and I know they're going to cover the number two because that's just what oh. winners do. And we're not going to shit the bed against some goddamn two and five fucking Calgary little, oh, we're the Texas of Canada. Well, you know what? Why don't you go fuck yourself, Calgary? All right? Why do you think every player wants to get out of here? And you know what? Your football team stinks. Your hockey team stinks. Your wrestlers stink. You all stink. So that's what I'm feeling right now. Calgary, you can lick my berries. You just don't lay nine points on the road in the CFL. I'm sorry, you just don't. So it was a principal play. I'm back in the stance. I don't like me either. But uh, hopefully they lose by eight. Your Lions had a tough goal the other day. but Yeah, it's like they, they dominate some games and then they just totally lay an egg in others, like, especially against good teams. Like Argos yeah. beat our ass and then the uh, fucking Bombers yesterday. was oh, That was embarrassing. Like 50 plus points, I think. Tough Crazy. goal. Crazy. Sometimes, sometimes it's just the way she goes, though. Um, all right, we're doing good. Let's keep it rolling here. Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Boys, we had an NFL preseason game yesterday with the Hall of Fame game. Uh, I'm pretty pissed off about that. I had the Jets money line and the over. Uh, Jets money line was looking good. You know, Zach Wilson had a 57-yard bomb, which was pretty sick. I was, I was glad to see you. It looked like he was back in BYU for a second there. Kind of played like shit the rest of the game, but that's okay. They were doing good. And then what happens? Second second half, they don't put up a single goddamn point. They end up losing. I think it was like 20, like 21 to something. 16, I don't fucking know. 21-16. Duncan Thompson-Robinson out of UCLA. He had a, he he had a game. Yeah, all he did was run. But, uh, you know, <laughs> that's all you have to do in preseason to beat these yeah, backers. It's like an XFL showcase game. XFL USFL showcase game, essentially. Right. Um, over hit, though, so I was pretty happy that that number was at 33 and a half. Made a bit of money on that one. Uh, but yeah, so that's happened. And I think we're going to have more preseason every fucking week. And there's going to be college firing up. I think that's August 28th for week zero. Uh, NFL is right around the corner, too, man. So tons of stuff going on in the football world. Uh, we got hockey. You know, there's a little bit of rumbling, some news coming out of the hockey hockey world. We'll touch on that. You know, it's kind of the off-season, off-season little, little lull here. But there's stuff going on that we're going to speak of. Uh, baseball. Ryan, what's going on in the world of baseball? Anything happening there? You know, you got crazy people just throwing balls and hitting balls and catching balls and missing balls and you know sucking balls what's going on in baseball Ball, balls all over there's even some balls to the face calling uh, causing uh taylor ward to miss the rest of the year but trade that happened uh the, the mets completely collapsed they sold uh their two aces so that was fun to see even though they got a good good reward good good return for that uh phillies are still in contention blue jays are still in contention uh I think they're going to fall out of it, so I'll keep you updated there. And an update, an update from uh, Blake Meyer of uh, Baseball Money is Fake. He does agree that anyone 35 plus should be able to take steroids. In yes, baseball. That's awesome. See, we're yeah. making progress here. He's down. Right. That's how you build the sport. You know, that's how let's bring it in. Let's get the juice boys going. Like you said, over 35 to start popping daggers. I like that. Shout out. Um. Okay. Other stuff. Sports. You know, NASCAR is doing his thing. I'm sure F1's been. You know. I'm sure, you know, the formula Max Verstappen leagues have just been doing its thing where Verstappen's just beating everybody and everybody else is just doing their thing. But whatever, if you're a fan of that, you can watch that. Golf, uh, you know, this golf tournament going on this week. I'm going to I'm not gonna lie, I did not bet the Winham Championship. I did not put anything down on it. Julie, did you put anything on this tournament? I put nothing down, but like literally 
half the outrights had last week are in the top 10 so far this week. So. <laughs> Funny how that works. So you're just a week early, buddy. That's uh, good picks. Uh, just a week early. A little premature. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's used to it. Uh, all right. Uh, let's keep it moving here. Uh, so you can find all the information on the website. Everybody go check out SGPN website. Uh, read the articles. Lots of love goes into those articles. Uh, be sure to check out the other shows, too. Like we touched on all those things happening in sports. Well, for every one of those sports we talked about, there's a, there's a podcast going on, man. And they all kick ass. So be sure to go check them out. Listen to them. Give them some do some love. Uh, be sure to check out Baseball Money is Fake with Ryan and Blake. Those guys are absolutely always killing it as well. Uh, and, of course, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord, man. You know, Discord's been doing its thing off. For off-season, we've been keeping it going, you know, little conversations happening, a little bit about hockey, a little bit about other sports going on. It's, you know, it's good to see everybody having a good time, so that's all that matters, man. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Uh, if you want to get in the Discord, but you're not, you can reach out to myself and Ryan. We'll point you in the right direction on Twitter. You can also reach out to the HGP Twitter account. Uh, I don't know, maybe you can, you can get X. Get X, and Joel has X. Julie will be the first person on X. And if you get X, Julie will be on there with you. And you can reach it. You don't even have to type in some crazy name like Joel79473210. You just got to type in Joel Meyer because he's been there since day fucking one, okay? And if you type in Joel Meyer on X, he'll be sure to reach out to you and let you know how to get your ass in the Discord, baby. I live in Vancouver. I will absolutely not be the first person on X. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, make sure you check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon as well. It's the perfect for the diehard DGen. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 first place prize. There's plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast, an ad-free, uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of being DGens. There's even a Discord channel just for patrons. Sports Gambling Podcast has and always will give out all the picks for free. Patreon is just a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. Yeah, before we get going here, I have been absolutely crushing PGA 2K 2023 on my Xbox. And I have been crushing kids online. And my favorite part about crushing kids online is sending them a message after and telling them how much they fucking suck at virtual golf. It's been nonstop. One kid messaged me back and he's like, yeah, I just got the game. You know, I'm still learning. And I just said, well, why the fuck are you playing online then, kid? Blast if want to play again. He's like, yeah, fucking killed him again. So uh, honestly, if you're if you're out there lurking on 2K23 and you see fucking X Talon 69 out there, he's going to fuck you up, baby. So look out. I'm coming. I'm coming swinging and we're coming hard, baby. Let's go. Warning <laughs> now. Nobody's safe. How does that work? You play like three holes, nine holes? No, it's nine-hole match play. Okay, all right. Go <laughs> off. It's wicked, bro. All right, we got the ads. What are we doing here? That was the ad. The Patreon was uh, the Oh, ad. we already did no. the ads? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I wasn't listening. I was getting ready to talk about my just fucking destroying kids in golf. Let's go. Uh, all right, NHL news. We have a couple things to talk about since the last time we spoke. Ryan touched up. We haven't talked about it in a week and a half, and there actually has been some stuff going down. So we're going to jump right into that. Gentlemen, ready to rock and roll here or what? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. All right, first thing on the docket. We're going to backtrack a little bit here. This came out a little bit ago. Some news out of the Ottawa Senators camp. Last show, we talked about a couple of noted free or available free agents that were still unsigned. Well, we can tick one of those off the list because the Ottawa Senators have came to terms on a one-year contract for 
Vladimir Tarasenko, baby. He's coming down to Ottawa. Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, a 31-year-old Russian. Uh, he has 270 goals and 304 assists for 574 points in 675 career games played. Uh, last year, he put up 18 goals and 32 assists for 50 points in 69 games, uh, obviously splitting time with St. Louis and the New York Rangers. He was traded at a deadline. Uh, and he did uh, register three goals and one assist for four points in seven playoff games with the Rangers last year. Um little bit of offensive, you know, offense capabilities in Ottawa. They're, they're a team that can score. They got talent there. They can put the biscuit in the basket. They had a couple guys that were kind of injured last year, so that kind of hindered them a little bit. But, hey, man, nothing wrong with adding a bit of depth here. It's a one-year deal, so it's not like they're locked up too crazy from a term point of view. If they can fit him in the cap, why the hell not? Uh, it would be good to see how he plays alongside, where he fits in. Obviously, Tarasenko. Didn't really have the year he wanted last year. It was a little bit of a letdown when it came to the folks in New York. I heard a lot of people saying that they weren't too impressed with what they saw there. But this guy can still put the biscuit in the basket, man. So it'll be crazy to see or cool to see what he does with a young Ottawa team here. And uh, maybe it'll revitalize him. Maybe he'll like it enough to stick around. So uh, it's good depth for Ottawa. It's a good signing. Like I said, one year, not the end of the world. But, boys, what are your thoughts here on Vladdy Tarasenko do the sends? Yeah, I could absolutely see this being a, a great signing for, for them. He reportedly turned down a four-year deal at $5.5 million early in free agency. Apparently had offers from like the Sharks for $6 million, the, the Canes from like for like $3.5 million. But opted with Ottawa. Uh, not not an exact replacement for Ops to bring up, but you know, another top six winger for them to go along with their guys. They're, they're going to have Josh Norris back in healthy, Tim Stutzel there, Drew, Kachuk, uh, Batherson. Bottom six isn't great, but you know their defense is, is where they're gonna gonna be made and just come down to their goaltending. But yeah, Tarasenko can put up 30 goals. I'm not sure if he can still put up 40 goals. But he can score 20, 25, 30 goals for this Ottawa team. He's a scorer. Put him on the line with a passer. It'll work out there. So yeah, I think this is kind of what most people assumed he'd go to Ottawa. I think Carolina was kind of lurking in the wings there for a bit, but I feel like this is a, a good signing for both sides. I don't know about both sides. Uh, Tarasenko, what did he fire, like fucking seven agents in the past year? Uh, <laughs> he's looking for a lot more money than when he got here, which is why it's only a one-year deal. So that's a good sign for Ottawa because he's going to be extra motivated to make uh, sure this year counts for his next deal because uh, he's not retiring anytime soon. He wants to make that money. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, Ottawa, work, it works out for them for sure. Uh, kind of a poor man's replacement for Debrinket, but Debrinket didn't exactly fit the bill. You know, you expect a little bit more from him last year. So Tarasenko fits in there as a replacement right winger. He'll be in the same spot on the power play, which uh, is where he'll do a lot of his work. So, yeah, it definitely works out for Ottawa. Whether it works out for Tarasenko, we'll have to see. If he sucks, it's going to be bad because uh, he's not going to get paid $5 million next year. Um, so, yeah, it, it's wait and see for Tarasenko, but this is definitely a positive sign for Ottawa, who were able to at least uh, get some of their um, rep, uh, compensation for that uh, big to print that deal mm-hmm. a year ago. Not not the one they, they, they traded for. Uh, uh, <laughs> for. <laughs> That's the thing I will say. So, OK, Ryan, I'm sure you might have seen this. Uh, Jolie, you might not have, but. There's there's been some Sens fans that have been pretty vocal on the good old Twitter in the past couple of weeks, okay, saying that oh you know we don't need to bring cat the haul that we got for him is is great you know but it's like look at what you gave away to get this guy man you you're not innocent there either so let's just let's just keep in mind the whole facts of the story okay Sens are looking good I like what they're doing they're looking good you can't deny that but they uh they swung and missed when it came to the whole the cat scenario a little bit here yeah, yeah the if you think about it go ahead. 
he's he's going to go off in Detroit. He's going to be playing with with Larkin and Lucas Raymond on, on the top line. Larkin and him just combined. He's going to have another forty goal, possibly point per game season. Yeah, we'll see about that. But uh, what I was going to say is that you also just paid, or you yeah, you paid Detroit to get to Brinkett for a year, and all you got in return was narrowly missing the playoffs, which means you'll get a worse draft pick. So. That in itself is negative value, and then you you lost more. And if you combine both trades, or whatever, you can't just look at it in a vacuum. Like this is what we got for him. Well, <laughs> look what you gave up, like Talon said. And plus, he helped you get to a narrow missing the playoffs, which you don't want to do. You don't want to just miss the playoffs. Yeah. You want to get in the playoffs, or you want to fucking tank. I think uh, I'm kind of excited to see how Corbusello works out for that team, man. If he if he can get us some solid goaltending, I might be chewing on a lot of things I've said about the Sens this upcoming season, you know. But we'll see how that all plays off. Exciting time to be a Sens fan for sure, uh, especially with some new ownership too. So, um, all right, we're gonna keep things moving on down here. This news just came out today. This is a pretty big one. I'm interested, to, very interested to hear your guys' thoughts. Rather, um, news coming out of the Washington Capitals camp here. Washington Capitals agreed to extend Tom Wilson for a seven-year, $6.5 million AAV contract kicking in uh, at the start of the 2024-2025 season. I believe he is signed for this current upcoming season for one more year at like 5.25 mil or something like that here. Uh, Tom Wilson, 29 years old. He will be 30 at the start of this contract. He has 128 games and 167 assists for 295 points in 680 career games played. Obviously, Tom Wilson is more of a bruiser, hard, you know, power forward, hard hitting, tough as nails motherfucker here. Uh, but he did have 13 goals and nine assists for 22 points in 33 games this year. Okay. First outside view, you know, of this contract, you think to yourself, Tom Wilson here, seven fucking years, six and a half million dollars. You know, he's only ever had or amassed 50 points one year in his career. That was two years ago. But then I started looking at it and I looked at this season as well. The previous one that we just played, like I said, he only played 33 games, 13 goals, uh, nine assists for 22 points. Well, if you average out over 82 games, man, that's a 30 goal score. Now, we don't know that that could actually happen, right? Hindsight's 2020. Obviously, we didn't get to see him play out the year, so we'll never know. But just based off the numbers, that's a 30-goal score. You know, maybe, you know, 25 assists or so. That's almost a 60-point guy, right? So for $6.5 million, yes, the term is kind of crazy. Tom Wilson is going to be 37 years old when this deal ends. Optically, it doesn't look great. But if you look at that, and then even you look at the year before, you know, 24 goals, 28 assists, 52 points the year before – Maybe he's like a fine wine, bro. Maybe this guy's, maybe this guy's, you know, fucking getting better with age. Who knows what it is? But I don't know. I it's it's tough to look at. But that being said, if the cap does start to increase, you know, substantially over the next two, three, four, five, six, seven years, you know, six point five for a for a player of his caliber, it might just be the standard. Maybe Washington's getting ahead of the game a little bit here, but optically, it doesn't look that great. Uh, boys, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, I don't think it's a good signing. I mean, you're talking him up based off 33 games last year, but the year before that was his career high in goals, career high in assists, career high in points. He's a 20-goal scorer. He'll add 20 or so assists. He has the grit. He has the intangibles, which will help Ovi reach the goal record. But he, the Capitals right now are just focused on getting Ovechkin the records. Like, they're not going to compete in, in the in the next few years, and now they're saying, okay, we're going to rebuild. Wilson will be one of the, you know, veteran guys we can we can we can, you know, have in the room as a, as a build a good culture. Cap hit it's not going to matter as as Joel pointed out in Discord, good point there, but yeah, this contract right now, if you look at it, it's awful. It's an awful contract for Tom Wilson, but for in the Capitals, but you look at the Capitals situation, like they're they're in limbo. They they want to keep pushing for OV. They know they have to rebuild a little bit. So 
they're just going in for their for their franchise guy. He, he got him a cup. Uh, that's what's happening here. I know you guys are probably higher on Wilson than I am. He's a good hockey player. He, he's a better than than his points show, but I, I don't think he, he's worth this. Uh, his top contract comparables are Chris Kreider, Brandon Gallagher, both signed 2020. Milan Lucic signed back in 2016. Palat's contract last year with the uh, with the Devils for six million. Landeskog and then Kyle Poso back in 2016. So. I guess he's kind of like those guys, like a light version of those guys. But yeah, I think this this is an overpay. But it also gets back to like, okay, every contract is either oh, it's an overpay or it's it's a steal. No, it's just it's it's a contract. It, it is what it is. It it's gonna probably age poorly, but we don't know that. We'll, we'll see what happens. Right now, I'm very wary of it for Washington. Yeah, I'm not too concerned for Washington. They know that their uh, their window is uh, damn near shut. And uh, this is a nice number for Tom Wilson for the next two years. And they had to give him the seven years to get it to this number. If it, if it were like a two or three year deal, he'd be uh, getting close to eight million. And obviously um, it'd be pretty hard for them to afford that. Uh, so, yeah, like Ryan said, most of what I was going to say, it, it, it reminds me a lot of the Brennan Gallagher contract. Um, just it looks it looks good in the moment. But these guys, these guys, I don't think they do age like fine wine. These these more physical players, they have a, a shorter lifespan than um, someone like a Sidney Crosby, who is, is smarter with the puck. He doesn't uh, do what Tom Wilson does. He, the, these guys are warriors, and as warriors, they, they take a lot of damage. So that, that shit adds up. And, uh, yeah, by the end of it, I think that he'll be, uh, you know, washed or long-term injury-reserved. So the six and a half might not matter so much by then. But well, it might not matter so much by then because they'll be tanking, and then uh, they can just um, – just let him sit on long-time injury reserve or maybe just act as a veteran in the locker room. But uh, in either case, I don't think that it's, uh, it's definitely a win for Tom Wilson getting, getting that (laughs) much uh, term at that number, but for Washington, it also fits their goal. So like Ryan said as well, it's a contract. It works for both sides and that's what a contract is supposed to do. I was trying to find out what Wilson's injury was last year before town passed to me. It was a ACL injury, ACL surgery. And then he also had a uh, he missed time with a small, small fracture in his ankle. So, yeah, as Joel said, these guys are going to get beat up. And as he said, they're going to be put on LTIR and it's not going to end up really mattering for the Capitals. OK. What do we got? For uh, all right. We're <laughs> also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. NFL season is right around the corner. Underdog Pick'em is a great way to get down on a ton of NFL player props and is available in a ton of markets. Plus, plenty of opportunities to win in their daily MLB contest. And, of course, make sure to enter Best Ball Mania 4, where first place gets $3 million. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, we're going to keep it moving here. A bit more news coming out here from the Anaheim Ducks camp. Uh, We touched it. I didn't, I didn't know if we talked about this last show or not. I totally fucking forget. But, uh, not even I was, close. Not even close, though. No, I was talking about I was going to talk about the uh, the arbitration possible here. Oh, that these okay. guys yeah, we, we, mentioned, the we mentioned the Ducks RFAs. Yeah, how they didn't have exactly. Terry and, and Zegris signed very briefly. Exactly. So the original uh, the original thought out of the camp was that Troy Terry and the Anaheim Ducks were going to arbitration. Anaheim had the number set at $4 million. Troy Terry had the number set at $8 million. 
pretty substantial difference there. Well, we are glad to announce that the Anaheim Ducks uh, and Troy Terry were able to avoid arbitration. They signed a seven-year contract with a $7 million AAV. Uh, Troy Terry, obviously 25 years old. He has 75 goals and 101 assists and 176 points uh, in 274 career games. Uh, last year, he had 23 goals and 38 assists for 61 points in 70 games. Uh, you may be like, oh, those numbers aren't really that crazy, but you got to remember the Ducks fucking sucked last year. This team was absolutely horrible. But uh, Troy Terry, man, you know, solid young player uh definitely some value on this contract i think seven for seven uh if he, he i guess he wants to stay in anaheim man like that, that's that's pretty much it. if you're gonna sign long-term seven-year contract he didn't have to do that he could have stayed went to arbitration and took in a one-year deal and then kept you know taking smaller deals till he became a ufa uh so a bit of commitment here maybe maybe the ducks sold him on something going forward for the future they do have a lot of good young talent there um obviously the team sucks right now but hey maybe it's guys like troy terry that step up and say you know what i want to be a duck i want to see this through let's that's me let's make anaheim great again okay so maybe that's that's what Troy Terry's trying to do here at the Ducks. Uh, seven times seven fair contract. Boys, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, I think this is, is a great contract for, for the Ducks here. Terry's going to be one of their one of their main kind of more veteran pieces at, at 25 as they go through this rebuild with, with Zeger still unsigned and they have uh, – they, they drafted Carlson. Uh, so, yeah, they have, they have these young guys. I could end up seeing Terry traded in a few years. He does not have a no trade or a no move clause or modified or anything – in this, so I could see I could see that end end up happening. Terry go to a more of a contender if, if the Ducks don't rebuild as fast as as they go. But yeah, Troy Terry, uh, 60 goals over the past two seasons. He's a goal scorer. You said he plays for the Ducks. Not a great team. So yeah, he's going to be one of their their pieces moving forward. I think this is a, a great signing. Only through age what 20, uh, 32 around there. So yeah, he's going to be a fine player throughout this contract. You guys are underselling this guy a little bit. This guy has been an absolute beast, uh, both ends of the ice the past two years. He's been the best duck. Uh, fuck Trevor Zegers. This guy's the real I forgot Detroit about Joel's Terry. love for the ducks. Did, did he come uh, up from one of these Vancouver ponds? If anybody just, would know, he would. Talon just said, I, what did you say? I am a duck. He wants to be a duck. You want to be a duck? Is that what you just said? You said you something be like a duck? that. Uh, no, I said Troy Terry wants to be a duck. He wants to be a duck. Okay, yeah. He, he doesn't want to be a duck. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? What point is, is this, this guy this guy is uh, an absolute stutter. Now, I, I just said fuck Trevor Zeger. So, uh, no, I do not love all the ducks. Um, this mm-hmm. guy is just a lot better than that little, little brat. And uh, he's going to be a fine player for them for a long time. I don't think that he's going to be traded unless, you know, the Ducks completely give up on Trevor Zegers as they should <laughs> and trade his ass. Uh, don't <laughs> trade Troy Terry, who is a, a much better player on both ends of the ice and a lot better attitude and more leadership qualities, in my opinion. Um, this this guy, this is, this, I don't understand this contract. Like, I don't know how they, they got this uh, number, seven years and seven million through his it's prime. Crazy. Those are it's wild. UFA it's years. And uh, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna end up paying Zegers way more than this, and that's just uh, wrong in my opinion. So yeah, this is an absolute steal for the Ducks. Uh, Troy Terry is a hell of a player, and he'll prove uh, a lot of people wrong in the coming years because he's late bloom. Maybe because he's a late bloomer, he didn't have the hype coming up as a as a kid. He didn't produce immediately, but last two years, uh, he's absolutely dominated on a bad team, like uh, one of you said. Um, but yeah, this this uh, I can understand this contract. It was made last year. Um, cause he's, you know, still unproven or whatever, but now two years of showing the same thing. Uh, yeah, he definitely deserved more than this, but good for the ducks, even in a, a high tax state in California and he's still getting this deal. Uh, yeah, that, that's great, great, great job by, um, 
uh, who's the new GM of the Ducks? I don't remember. But whoever he is, he uh, he killed it. I, I was yeah, just I saying they, they might trade Terry because, I mean, they're, they're windowed to compete. They're probably going to be Carlson or, or McTavish, who are 18 and If 20. they trade this contract, they're a fucking idiots. Yeah, I Whatever agree. You hold on to this, right? Well, because uh, that, that, that's why you trade him. You can you trade him for a younger piece and pick. Well, you better get a hell of a haul. Then. Well, yeah, you would, is what I'm saying. You're not just going to, like, trade him off for nothing. All right, but I would say Zegers. Troy, Troy Terry, seven times seven, or Tom Wilson, seven times 6.5? Who are you taking? Terry all the day, Terry. all day long. <laughs> Even if Wilson signed that, like, before his prime. Terry, absolutely. Hey, Troy Terry's case, no Alex Killorn. But you're all right, but he's a pretty good player. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Uh, now I really got to learn how to do the 6.25 million for four years, yeah. Maybe the Ducks don't don't like Zegers either, and they're hoping to offer sheets. Patrick yeah. Beak, yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Coming up with you this go, deal and giving up way the house afford, for you can afford Al to Killorn and Rocco yeah. Gudis. The the Ducks GM is named Verbeek. That's that. That's fantastic. Actually, it'd be uh-huh, Verbill, uh-huh. bud. Learn, 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 <laughs> uh-huh. Sorry, I don't have my bird anatomy down. <laughs> no, if you had to fucking do it, Ryan, like Jesus Christ, put some respect on the, on the sanctity of Ducks. Well, well, his name's not Bill, so I, I'm stretching it. That's what I do here. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's keep it going here. A uh, little bit of news that I'm sure a lot of us got a pretty good chocolate when we first read this. Uh, so we're just going to come right out of this. Some news coming out of the Pittsburgh camp. Obviously, it has been known that the Pittsburgh Penguins have been in search for a general manager after parting ways with pretty much the entire front office uh, a few months ago. The Pittsburgh Penguins president of hockey operations, Kyle Dubas, finally named the next GM of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Do you know who that person is? Kyle Dubas named Kyle motherfucking Dubas as the GM of the Pittsburgh Penguins. He looked right there. He looked around. He's like, you know what? Fuck everybody. You know who's going to be running this goddamn team? I'm going to be fucking running this team. This president job isn't fucking big enough for the two of you. So everybody can get the fuck out. And I'm just going to have one of me doing fucking everything. Uh, you know what? If that fucking cocksucker, Brandon Shanahan, didn't have the balls to say that he's going to be the fucking president and GM. Well, guess what, motherfucker? I, Kyle Dubas, do have the balls. I got a big old fucking nutsack. And I'm just going to take it right open in there. I'm the president of this goddamn team. I'm the fucking GM of this goddamn team. And all you coaches out there, you better watch your asses too. Because if you don't fucking do good, I might as well start coaching this team too. Kyle Dubas, acting president and acting GM of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Joel Meyer. I'm throwing this over to you. What are your thoughts here on the new GM of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Cal Dubas? Anyone listening to that, I hope you have a picture opened up on your uh, screen there of Kyle Dubas with his dweeby little glasses and maybe uh, that that cup of fake Tim Hortons he brought down from Toronto, his mug or whatever he had uh, brought down there. It uh, totally belies whatever talent is saying about his big balls and all that. He's uh, the, the biggest nerd in all, in, in all the GM fraternity. <laughs> He thinks that he's fucking Doug Armstrong, but what has he done? He's done <laughs> fucking nothing. He's he's uh, he got out of the round one one time, and uh, how many tries? I don't know. But uh, yeah, we've been over this a long time. I don't think that he's worth the hype. People treat this guy like the second coming because he he read a couple books on analytics or whatever. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. The the fruit is in the pudding, or the proof is in the pudding, not the fruit. <laughs> the fruit uh, is in the pudding. Pudding sad, yeah. bro. The fruit yeah. is in the pudding, God. <laughs> And the, the the proof was not found, nor the fruit. Maybe there are a few fruits in the in the, in the leaf's pudding, but um, <laughs> but as far as the uh, the penguins, we'll have to wait and see. And uh, I'm not holding my breath that they're going to be uh, winning cups anytime soon. 
I, I love this move by Kyle Dubas. I also love that the Penguins and Dubas just kind of, you know, waited till early August when no one's paying attention to hockey news whatsoever and, and, and dropped this. Because, Joel, you didn't even know this until, until I mentioned the pre-show that Dubas named himself GM. I, I, I feel like there's probably other people out there that, that don't know this either. They just dropped it on, I guess, Thursday afternoon. Also had some uh, other uh, Amanda Kessel named a special assistant to, to Dubas. Maybe they'll get Phil Kessel in there in that, that front office as well. I love this. I love that he's being like, okay. Toronto didn't let me do this. Let me go somewhere else and, you know, put my balls on the line and, and see what can happen. I don't think it's necessarily going to end up uh, positively for him, given the Penguins' current cap situation with all their aging stars and whatnot. But it's certainly going to be a challenge for, for, for Dubas. And I, I, I'm i not surprised by this. I don't think anyone is really surprised by this Uh I feel like this happens more often in other sports too, where like it's a, you know, executive VP of something and GM. So it's, it's fine. Dubis wanted somewhere where he could have all the control. That was probably a part of the negotiation. So that's what happened. For sure. Man. You know, Ryan my, is loving it. Ryan is loving it. Cause deep down, he knows that Dubis is going to sink the, uh, the hated rival of the Penguins. That's, so that's, that's, that'll have all I'm, the power. I'm worried it's going to work is, is what the issue is. I don't know if he can pull some magic off. I don't know. I don't know if you can have faith. Have faith. Go there. I don't think will happen. I will say, you know what? They're probably going to get like the next whiz kid. Uh, They went from Mario to Crosby. And then uh, the next one after Bedard, they'll get after the Penguins are terrible in two or three years. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what you should be worried about. Not Dubas. I heard that uh, essentially what he was doing, he was trying to to uh, to poach uh, Brandon Pridham from the Leafs. So he was kind of waiting on to see mm-hmm. if uh, Pridham would be willing to kind of terminate, have his contract, you know, mutually terminated with Toronto, and then come and be uh, the GM of the Penguins. Obviously, that did not happen. So that's just what I heard. That's not confirmed. You know, it's it could be here nor there, but that's just what I heard. Uh, fuck, there's something else I was going to say about that, but I forget what it was. Fuck. I don't know. Whatever. There's another. There's another. A few more pieces of Penguins news. Uh, Jake Gensel is going to be on the LTIR with an ankle injury, possibly suffered playing in the uh, the Beauty League up there in Minnesota. He was playing Monday night, and then it was announced I think Tuesday or Wednesday or or yesterday that he was going on uh, ankle injury, which opens up apparently a buyout window or some arbitration opens up up a buyout window where we could see an Eric Carlson trade this weekend. Possibly for the Penguins. How that's, convenient. That's yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> sure, sure get a Do we take a fucking axe to his leg ankle or some shit? <laughs> yeah. Also, the miss- beauty league. I told you, Minnesotans are the fake Canadians, right? The beauty league in Minnesota. Get the fuck out of here. You can come up with a better name, bro. Like fucking. No kidding. Like literally, it's kind of lame. That's that's. I yeah, they think they're Manitoba. I used to say beauty when we were like 14 years old. Like, what the fuck are we doing here, boys? Like, come up with a better name. Call it like, like fucking like League X or something cool. Like, <sighs> the ugly league. The ugly league. <laughs> Call it the mutt. League. The filthy mutts. I don't fucking know. Um, there's something else I was gonna say, but I forget what it was. Oh yeah, Ryan, where were you posting? You're posting something in the Discord about fucking Sergachev. Just oh yeah, Sergachev apparently ha- had some interview in Russian. And someone used Google Translate to, to translate it, and he was, like, calling out the Leafs for celebrating winning one uh, one round in a few years. But then he was like, you know, don't use Google Translate as whatever. I was just – this is what I said, and it was much more tame. Also, though, did you hear that – I believe it was Ratko Gudis who was talking about like, the pressure he felt from Florida – from the Toronto media only playing that for one round. And like, apparently the, the Leafs tried to get him in free agency and he opted to uh, go to Anaheim where, where it's much nicer. 
Yeah, I mean that's fair. Like you, you can't you can't hold that against the guy, bro. Like if he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't want to come to like a, you know, certain markets are bigger than others. I'm not trying to be an asshole when I say that, right? But if you don't want to come to Toronto for something like that, I understand it. You know, it's and I'm sure he's not the only one. Look, that was look at Ryan O'Reilly. That's something that he all but said when on his departure from the Leafs this year. You know, so it's you know it doesn't I'm not gonna hold anything against the guy or anything like that. If you just don't want to do it, then you don't want to fucking do it. And as a as a UFA, that's his right. You know, he can he can go to anywhere that wants him. So I get that. I don't know. Anything else? Anybody else heard any news? Joel, you got any news? Oh, wait, you don't got fucking Twitter. So <laughs> you got anything? I saw the Stamps intercepted uh, Kelly in the end zone. So uh, we're oh, looking yeah. in good shape in the first half. Um, but other than that, no, man. Uh, yeah, it's just every year there's some story about a Russian being mistranslated uh, in the in the offseason. So that's that's par for the course. He wasn't even that different, though, from what he actually said. Like, he was just, <laughs> he, he was just saying that... Uh, he didn't want to give him credit for injuring them. Like that was the whole thing. Like he did, they, they didn't mention <laughs> yeah, that yeah. part. Yeah. <laughs> but everything else is the same. Kind of black, though. Like, this is fucking Mikel Sergachev we're talking. About. I love. Him. Don't get me wrong. I love him to death. But oh, come yeah. on. Speaking of pot killing the pot, pot calling the kettle black. Uh, LTIR Matt Murray, right? <laughs> yeah, the old cooch about, move. We talked about that last show. We went a whole. I know. I know. I'm yeah. just saying pot calling the kettle black. Like the the Leafs are following the Tampa model. That's all good. Everyone's doing these days. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm all for it, man. Do whatever you want to do to win. I don't guess where I stand. About. How about the uh, the Jeremy Swayman arbitration decision at 3.475 million with uh, Samsonov at 3.55 million? So, so Samsonov I, is clearly better than, than Swayman, I, right? Said, I think we all know that Samsonov is a better goalie, and Swayman, you know, is basically just a big pile of shit. So it's you know the proof's in the pudding, and the arbitrators knew that. They're smart over there. The arbitrators, this league hires, are smart. Okay, they can tell. They can look a fucking fraud in the face when they see you and say, you know what, you're not as good as this other guy. Yeah, how was Samsonov's road record last season? Yeah, well, that was Swayman's fucking butt. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows that Swayman was playing the shit teams. He's playing the Docks. He's playing the fucking Hobbs. You he beat was... your fucking Leafs two or yeah. three times, bro. Hey, I'm, I'm, he's, yeah, he's, I he's playing the shit team, yeah. Yeah, apparently they stink too, right? That's what everybody's been telling me for the past fucking 20 years. So, yeah, the shoe fits, man. So, I don't know. But I'll tell you what, if they still run that tandem of Omar and Swayman back next year, I still think they're going to have probably the two best goalies in the goddamn league here. So, Boston fans, even though it's only a one-year contract, I uh, should be very happy and very excited to run it back with those two. Although I've heard there's rumors that they might try and trade them to get some center depth. So, I don't know. Well, yeah, welcome to uh, June. <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. right? Time machine. Uh, all right, boys, that pretty much wraps it up. Anything else you want to touch on here or what? Just uh, Matt Vimechkov going off in his first KHL game. Goal, assist, uh, shootout goal. So a few more years, and then he'll be over. Who did he play for again? Uh, Scott St. Petersburg. Uh, of course. The Petersburg. They got, a, they got a wicked fucking horse as their mascot, too. The thing's awesome. They had him playing center, too, which is interesting. So we'll see. we'll see if that continues. I heard rumors that he actually hates Philadelphia, that he's in talks with Cal Davis, and maybe he's going to come over to Philadelphia or to uh, Pittsburgh in a few years. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I heard that too. Okay, so as long as we're on the same page. No, so no, Penguins yeah. fans, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, okay? You heard it here first. Feel free to report it that you heard it from the SGPN and the HGP boys, okay? Uh, <laughs> all right, every good day on the Sports Gaily Podcast, every website, that's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. 
which there actually kind of is. You know, preseason football is underway. Basically, an XFL USFL showcase, but that's still pretty cool. Uh, you know, CFL's doing its thing. Fucking Argos better come back here in the second half. Let's go, boys. Probably gonna lie, bet him and hammer him even harder right now, but that's cool. Uh, baseball's doing its thing. They're a jillion games into a fucking million fulfilling game season. Holy shit! I feel like this sport never ends, but good on them. Uh, what else? F1. We got NASCAR. We got is tennis going on? Is there any big thing in tennis, Joel, or no? Calm before the storm, brother. Calm before the, the storm. What do we got? Coming up, coming up later on. There's just some uh, North American tournaments going on right now. But, uh, yeah, like I said, calm before the storm. Uh, hardcore is is uh, going on. I haven't been paying too much attention. But uh, in a couple weeks, I will absolutely be uh, getting into some U.S. Open features. So, yeah, tennis, looking forward to that. Um, right, as, right as football's kicking off. So. Hell, yeah. Uh, other stuff. I don't Basketball. You got, you got people waving guns on Instagram twice. There's tons <laughs> of stuff going on, so that's exciting, I guess. That's the only thing I know going on in basketball right now, but that's pretty cool. Uh, anyways, tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. You can find out all the information at the SGPN website. Be sure to go check it out. Uh, college football, too. Let's fucking go, baby. Hell yeah, it'll be kicking off in like three or weeks or so. Um, you can find all that at SGPN. Be sure to read the articles. Lots of love goes into those articles. So many writers, so many people for the network do such kick-ass work. So read those. You know, even if you're sitting there, you're on break at work or something, or you're stuck in traffic, or even if you're driving, just pull out your phone and you know read an article while you're driving or something. That's always a good place to read. Uh, and then listen to the other shows, man. Now, so many people are making such kick-ass content here, so go check them out. Uh, obviously, you can find all that at the SGPN website. Be sure to check out Baseball Money is Fake with Ryan and Blake. Uh, and of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord, man. Keeping that thing moving, keeping it going in the summertime. Uh, everyone's still having a great time. If you want to get in the Discord, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll be sure to point you in the right direction, or the HGP Twitter account, uh, and or or just Joel. You know, just email. Joel, do you have email? Actually, I have your email. How pissed would you be if I just read your fucking email out right now and told people that that's where they can find out how to get in the Discord? I'll give you a, a burner email, but uh, no, <laughs> don't don't read that one. Unless <laughs> <laughs> you want to send me money. What? 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 Oh, <laughs> uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Turn on, leave us a five-star rating review. If you're listening to this, this off-season stuff, we haven't got a five-star rating review quite some time, almost a, almost a month now since we got one from our good boy uh, Catfish there. Uh, so yeah, leave us a five-star rating review, Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. All right, you know what? My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. And also, you can find me reaching out into the ether. And I'm trying to touch everybody's heart here of a certain group. Okay? And I know this is sounding kind of racist, but I'm not meaning it to sound racist. But what I'm trying to say is to anybody in the next coming three, four weeks that has a fantasy football draft, just know that my thoughts are with you. My prayers are with you. I hope we all win. I hope we all have amazing teams. And I hope everybody that's doing a fantasy football pool this year or multiple pools has a fucking successful season. No injuries to your starters. Have a good draft. And that's fucking goal, baby. Shout out to everybody doing fantasy football in the next three to four weeks. That's fucking goal. Yeah, we'll hopefully we'll get the uh, HDP league going here. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. Mind. You can find me reporting a halftime score of 17-7 Stampeders after uh, blocked by the Argos that resulted in a Stamps TD. So Calgary, at least a good first half team will hopefully uh, <laughs> keep it up to the second half and cover the nine. 
they heard me chirp Bret Hart, and they're like, fuck this. There's no way in hell we're losing this goddamn game. Horses <laughs> Toronto choking like usual. Yeah, well, 6-0, baby. 6-0, Joel. You think John Kelly's not going to come out here and put up fucking 90 points in this second half? You're insane. All right, everybody. Yeah, you are. All right. Thanks for hanging out. Peace.